Hello, welcome to Recapping with Delora and Ashley. Please follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Recapping Podcast. Also, comment, rate, and subscribe on your favorite podcast platform. We're on all the things. We would love to hear your ratings of the movies and shows we review. Email us your audio file to recappingpodcast at gmail.com and we will play it during the show. Or DM us on Instagram and we will post and read it on air. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you. All right, all right, all right. What's up, Delora? Ashley, how you doing? I'm good. It's so good to see you. I know we had to take a little week off. You want to tell the people what was going on? I had the ultimate, ultimate technical difficulty. My barely one-year-old computer died. (laughs) It was the hard drive. And I just could not believe it. I think we can all relate to the technical difficulty side of life, but Uh, the hard drive is absolutely the worst. Hopefully you got everything you need saved as a backup somewhere. I I haven't had the opportunity to even mourn what I lost on my computer. Hopefully, I still have hope. Maybe that's what it is, but I'm using this older computer that's so much slower and hella heavy. It's like, (laughs) okay, here we go. But we're back. Yes, we, love our we are. We don't want to leave y'all hanging too long. So you're welcome. I'm <laughs> <laughs> you know, suddenly as you were talking, it's reminding me of Sex in the City. Remember when uh, Carrie's computer crashed? Everybody was like, you didn't back up. She was like, who? No one has ever talked to me about backing up before. Suddenly everybody's um, talking about backing something up. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I don't have an external hard drive. I, I mean, I guess I didn't expect it out of a computer that's only literally a year and some months old. So yeah, yeah. If you're listening, y'all need to refund my girl or give her a brand new laptop. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, I know that I talked about bringing back my thoughts on Aladdin. Yes. From Broadway when I returned from New York. So yes. I absolutely loved it as if there uh, was any doubt yeah. about this. Uh, obviously, just going to the first, my first New York Broadway experience was just magical in and of itself, right? But I can only imagine. You could tell that the cast was so happy to be back. The mm-hmm. um, theater was the New Amsterdam Theater in Manhattan, full to capacity. Kudos to y'all for doing y'all thing with the checks on vaccinations and all of that. Appreciate y'all. Mm-hmm. Um, but felt I, safe then. I felt safe and mm-hmm. masked up the whole time. But yes. a whole new world in particular was freaking magical I literally was cheesing like a little kid it was just from the sets to the decorations to the energy of the cast like it was just so great but I'd tell you the standout was the genie played by Michael James Scott and guess what kids he graduated from Dr. Phillips High School in Orlando Laura Dodd. Wow, look at yes. that. Fun fact. And also Amanda Seals graduated from Dr. Phillips. So oh, it's yeah, interesting. Right. It's interesting to have these uh celebs come out of Orlando. Not that I'm a native. What's up, Dayton? <laughs> but I just thought that he did such a phenomenal job. His standing ovation was even bigger than Aladdin's. But yeah. overall, entirely magical experience. I love this so much, and I cannot wait to go see something else on Broadway. 
I mean, that energy has to has to have been like palpable, right? It was. It was. And, I and love I, it. There were breaks in character where, like, especially Michael would say, "Like, guys, it's been eighteen months. It's been eighteen months." Uh, <laughs> thank you so much for being here in New York. You know, he just wrote character. There was this whole medley he did of different Disney songs Ooh. in it that was awesome. I will say my one thing that I did not like because I have Ooh. to give just my one thing oh, and no. that is I just didn't like that we had to change the animals into humans in terms of the relationships like you know Aladdin mm-hmm. has Abu now he had three friends you know Jasmine had Raja now she has three ladies maids you know Jafar yeah Jafar had Iago now he has this little guy who's like his little you know servant friend whatever so he's supposed to be then, right? yeah they had people instead of the animals but the animals are such a big part of Aladdin yeah. Yeah. and then they also gave Aladdin a backstory about just losing his mother and something about that yeah something about that was just like I understand we have to change things up but there was something palpable about Aladdin being on his own in the movie that -hmm. I just didn't feel as much in the stage play but otherwise loved it like I said just those couple notes switch it up I know I know know. those are just my couple notes because I love I love me some Aladdin so wonderful that's all all right, we have plenty to talk about because we've been gone for a little while. And so, a lot has happened. Girl, girl, we got a robust agenda today. I feel like I'm using the ro- word robust. I need a new word. I'm the <laughs> give me a thesaurus, somebody. All right. <laughs> so let's get into these quick headlines for today. First quick headline: K Stu is engaged, Laura. Her yeah, girlfriend, yeah. her girlfriend of two years, Dylan Meyer, is the uh, fiance of her dreams. It seems uh, she's a screenwriter, and they met at a party. Sounds like an industry party, and mm-hmm. sounds like Casey knew pretty early on that she was the one. But she just confirmed to Howard Stern that um, they're getting married. They're going to do it. She said, I want it to be proposed to. So I think I very distinctly carved out what I wanted and she nailed it. We're marrying. It's happening. What do you think about this news, Delora? We've seen Case do uh, through a, a, quite a journey in her love life. In her love life. Okay. <laughs> I'm really happy for her. She's living her, her life, her true self. And yes. I couldn't, I couldn't be more happy. Like, Everyone knew her relationship with Robert was an industry relationship for Twilight. And I fell right into it, honestly, because when she cheated on him with that director from Snow White, that was a moment. Ooh, that was a moment. That was a scandal, huh? Me. Because My she goodness. wanted to get caught at that point. But um, so did he with his whole wife and children. So did ooh, he. Very true. But I don't know if I've ever really seen them together outside of the pictures that's now been released since their engagement. But congratulations, Kate Stu. Absolutely. Like I said with Kravis previously, I love love. And I'm so happy that it seems like she's happy, you know. I definitely felt some type of way when she cheated on Robert Pattinson. I'm not going to lie, but I think it was all a part of her journey to discover who she really is and what she mm-hmm. really wanted. So do your mm-hmm. thing, Kristen. You still my girl. 
All right. It's flourishing because I cannot wait to see that new Diana movie. Exactly. Uh, it's it's highly anticipated. And I just saw the preview uh, not too long ago for the first time. Just the music, mm. the drama of the music just mm. reeled me in. I was like, okay, I've seen many a Diana now. You better bring Same. it. You better bring Same. it. All right. The Smith's sex life is once again a headline. Delora. Ciao. <laughs> So this again had to go down on a red table talk this time with Gwyneth the Paltrow. They were basically talking about why it's hard to maintain a healthy sex life. Now, I did not watch this red table talk in particular, but it seems like what they were talking about was just that there is a journey that you go through when you have a partner and sometimes it can be difficult to communicate your needs and you just assume that that person knows what you're thinking and feeling. And so, of course, because of the entanglements of it all, Delora, this caused people <laughs> on social media to have a reaction and opinion, right? Because now everybody's saying, oh, Will ain't holding it down in the bedroom and why she got to embarrass my boy and all Not this and that. Not Big Willie. Not Big Willie, right? And obviously Jada was like, listen, I got time today, okay? Actually watch the episode because that's not what I said. She said, stop making up headlines. Watch the Red Table Talk I did with Gwyneth Paltrow. Will and I have never had an issue in the bedroom. Thank you. Delora, what are your thoughts? Ashley, I watched the Red Table Talk. It was really good. and. I watched it and I saw the headlines and I was like, wait, did I miss it? So I literally had to go back to see what part they were sensationalizing. They weren't even talking about sex at that part of the conversation. At that part of the conversation, they were talking about marriage and Gwyneth and Gammy are both relatively newlyweds, right? Whereas Jada and Will are going on 20 something years. Right. So the conversation was, you know, newlyweds, there's, there's a little bit of excitement. There's, you know, there's that energy there. Whereas when you're 20 something years in, you got to put in a little bit of work. And then with that, you have retrospect of, Hey, we were so young when we got married. I was naive in thinking I, I was naive and not taking accountability for my part of the relationship, whether it's asking for something, I guess you want in bed or whatnot. But that conversation is like any conversation you would hear from a woman who's been with the same man for over 20 something years. Like it wasn't even anything was that was salacious at all, at all. And so when I saw these headlines going rampant, I was <laughs> like, what are y'all y'all are tired like what is going on <laughs> she didn't even say that it was definitely clickbait going on because again i did watch it it was a great episode i love anything goop i love a good table talk and you know i love when gwyneth talk about sex stuff because it's so funny like you know <laughs> this woman sells candles that smell like her vagina so you know i'm i'm here for it Y'all should see my face. <laughs> I know you heard about this. I 
I'm sure I did. I recently saw her an episode of Ellen where she talked about, you know, the vibrators and the fact that her 15 year old son was like, at first, mom, I was yes. really embarrassed that you sold vibrators, but you know what? You're helping people. So yeah. good for yeah. you, mom. So, you know, yeah. that's a healthy relationship with your son, I suppose. But, you know, in general, I figured this was a very overhyped conversation. But again, I think it all stems back to the entanglements of it all, right? And people now feeling like, well, anything else that Jada says, that in any way could be uh, can perceived as negative towards you know her relationship with Will. People are just going to jump on it because people yeah. love the drama. People love the tea, and honestly, they love tearing them down. Because think about this: I just had this conversation with one of my good friends. They have been on the pedestal for a very, very long time. Yeah. And now that we have a glimpse, actually, we have more than a glimpse in that. <laughs> Yeah, it's red meat for the savages out here. Yeah, I think what's going to be great is to get more size of wheel that we'll be getting coming soon. Like when he's going to do his kind of documentary, he's talking about hardships that he's experienced. His book is coming out like this month or next month. And now again, I don't know how much we're going to get in the book because it seems like we've already been told that he's not really going to talk a whole lot about him and Jada because he felt like he doesn't want to put other people's business out there to a certain extent, I guess is kind of how he put it it's previously. Yeah. His he- side and his version. Yeah. You know? The headline yeah. that's going out around today is him being in love with his former co-star which, right now. Again, yeah. we heard yeah. about that in the GQ yeah. article, yeah. which if I was his first wife, I'd be like, don't talk about that. Okay. I know. That's I know. fine. That's fine. What's but again, your name again, uh, the, the Sherry, Oh, Stocker Channing, the co-star with Stocker Channing, Channing. <laughs> which again, let me say this to Laura, because I ain't say it on mic. The okay. day we talked about Stocker Channing, remember I was like, oh, you don't know her. She was in um, First Wives Club. What I the told you beginning. later, yeah, yeah, what I told you later was, why didn't I say that she was in Greece? She was Duh. Rizzo in Rizzo. Greece. So yeah. there y'all go, people, if y'all and don't for know. Me, it's the Tu Wong Fu, Thanks for Everything. That's where Yo I movie. know her from. Yo that's movie. my movie. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, in general, I think maybe that's what'll help too, is to get a little bit more of Wheel's vulnerable side since we get so much of Jada on such a regular basis. But in general, I didn't think this was a big deal. Wheel knows what he does. Jada knows what he does. Yeah, she was the messy one. That's why their business is out. But like uh, (laughs) Rachel said, it's like, does Jada like attention? Like, what is this? I mean, she has a whole show. So yeah, and she's an actress. So I'm gonna say so. <laughs> All right, let's move on to our Rock and Roll Hall of Fame 2021 inductees, Delora, which is being celebrated as the most diverse list of inductees in the history of the organization. We got some biggies. We got Miss Tina Turner, okay? Which if y'all didn't realize, we did a whole recap of the mm-hmm. Tina documentary. Mm-hmm. So please go back. Dolores having a moment. I love you. If y'all have not listened to that recap, please go back and listen to it. But she already was inducted previously, right? With Ike. As a group. So this is her being inducted solo. Yes. Carol King. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Carol King as well, who was previously inducted. And now she's being inducted solo. We have the Go-Go's. We have J to the Z being inducted we have the Foo Fighters and we have Todd Rundgren 
These are in the performer category. I didn't even know there was this many categories. Then we have the Early Influence Award, which is Craftwork, Charlie Patton, and Gil Scott Heron. Musical Excellence Award, LL Cool J, which yeah. I want to do, who was nominated six times previously. So good for you, LL. As a pioneer of hip hop, you should have been one and been an inductee, okay? We also have... We also have Billy Preston and Randy Rhodes. And then our final Amit Edergan Award, Clarence Avant. So just wanted to read those out. Congratulations to everybody. The Rock and Roll Hall of Fame um, induction ceremony took place Saturday, October 30th. But we will actually get a chance to watch it on HBO and HBO Max. It is going to be airing on Saturday, November 20th at 8 p.m., guys. So check that out if you're interested. Right in time for Thanksgiving. I saw LL had Eminem and J-Lo up there with him when he was performing. (laughs) So I'm definitely going to be tuned in. Oh, the Twitter, the Twitter said J-Lo was trying to find her notes and they had me cracking up. Listen, we all know what J-Lo's talents are. We don't have to pretend. (laughs) (laughs) Delora, we just had Halloween. I saw you posted a picture of your Halloween costume. I did not dress up this year, but next year I got (laughs) y'all. I'm still sad. I felt some type of way. Why didn't you dress up? Because there was nowhere that I felt like I needed to go that, you know, created this need to do it. And then, girl, I literally had heard from one friend the day before, like, oh, yeah, we're going to go downtown. And then she hit me back till 10 o'clock that evening. And by no. 10 o'clock in my 30s, I'm not oh, going. Yeah. I'm, I'm good. I, I, have my, I have my whole I'm staying in the house mode outfit <laughs> on. And I'm in a different mindset. You know what I mean? The bra is off. Okay. Girl, <laughs> if I even had on a bra that day, it was definitely off. <laughs> but give me your favorite Halloween looks from celebs that you saw on these internets. Oh my gosh. There were so many. I, I was posting um, all the celebrity costumes, like for three, four days straight on our Instagram stories. So that Adam Rapone, that shit got me. I was cracking Actually, up. that <laughs> by far has to be in the top two, period. <laughs> I was done when he was like, I am Nicki Minaj's cousin with the blown up balls. I, was, <laughs> I really love Tamron Hall. And her Cardi B pregnant um, costume that was super super cute. Yeah, um, Lovey, one of my favorite influencers. She had someone who wasn't famous, but she had a person in a trash bag with a Starbucks cup that had GOT on it. So it was like, <laughs> yeah, I'm the final season of Game of Thrones, straight trash. Exactly. Very very clever. Uh, and then the other standout for me for best celebrity costume would have to be Normani. She dressed up as Selma Hayek from Till Dust Till Dawn. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Amazing. But there's so many. There were so many clever ones. Oh, what my God. You? There were so many. And, you know... Halloween is my second favorite holiday. So I lit like I was gagging for every single look that I was seeing. So let me say that this is the one day a year. I wish I had a glam squad because let's do it. Let's do it big. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Sorry, Sierra. TLC. Yeah. I mean, I also 
know, you know, I know people kind of hated on the Selena bit a, a little bit, but I love the performative Same. costumes. Like, yeah. so on that note, one of my favorites, and I can't believe I'm going to say this, was okay. Marlo from Real Housewives of Atlanta as Whitney Houston. I was ah. not ready. I was not ready. I didn't see that one. Oh, go to the shade room. Okay. They have the post. She did a whole thing. It was like a whole little homage to one particular video look that Whitney had. She had the hand gestures down. She had yeah. the smile down. Like, I just, you know, I, I love me some Whitney Houston. So that was top two for me. And then Tiana Taylor as Madam Slay from Black Panther. Yes. Tiana. Body, Audie, oh, Audie, oh, sis. Amazing. If they amazing. don't, if you're not in the next Black Panther, I'm going to be upset. Because you deserve a spot in that film for that costume alone. So those are my top two favorite Halloween celeb looks for 2021. I also want to give a special shout out to Iman's performance of us on Dancing with the Stars. Yes! He got his perfect score. First perfect score. It was amazing. It was amazing. Y'all need to find that on the YouTubes and the the Twitters and the something because that performance was legendary. It was amazing. Um, That's it for quick headlines today, Laura. Let's move into our two major hot topics. The first one is one that I don't think is going away anytime soon. And it's so sad. It is the Alec Baldwin rust set tragedy that we've been hearing about now for a couple of weeks so if you are unaware while filming his movie rust on thursday october 21st alec baldwin fired a prop gun that injured director joel souza and killed director of photography helena hutchins rest in peace helena the incident occurred at the bonanza creek ranch in santa fe new mexico according to the sheriff's department the weapon was discharged um and it basically created a halt to all of production um the sheriff's office is in the midst of an open and active investigation no arrests have been made at this time um, Allie Baldwin was questioned by investigators and other members of the crew were um, investigated or questioned as well, but no charges, again, have yet to be filed. The LA Times reported that several crew members had walked off set to protest working conditions hours ahead of the fatal accident. They accused the production of not properly following safety protocols, including gun inspections. The workers claimed that there were two accidental gun discharges on set prior with Alec Baldwin's stunt allegedly firing a gun that was announced as cold an industry term to say that there was no live ammunition in it only to find out there was an actual live round in it um there should have been an investigation into what happened a crew member said there were no safety meetings there was no assurance that it wouldn't happen again all they wanted to do was rush 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 Delora, this is not the first time a prop gun has led to fatalities on a film set. In 1993, the late Brandon Lee, son of Bruce Lee, was killed during filming for The Crow after an improperly loaded Mm. prop gun was fired. So in reaction to this, many film and TV sets are taking action and vowing not to risk having hot or live, meaning loaded, weapons on set ever again, such as ABC's The Rookie and Amazon Prime the boys i just saw today that the armorer 
who is the person who's supposed to be, you know, in charge of making sure that everything is good to go with the guns. Her attorney is suggesting that there could have been sabotage that may have led to the fatal on-set shooting. So again, I think we're going to hear quite a bit more of this as the weeks unfold. Delora, give me your thoughts when you heard about this unfortunate incident. This situation is unreal, Ashley. When I first heard this, I... I couldn't believe my eyes what I was reading. I was like, no way. No way. Yeah. Alec Baldwin. And, you know, Alec Baldwin has been a movie star most of my life, if not all of it. Absolutely. The idea that he would be on a set that this type of incident would occur was just really hard for me to process. Mm -hmm. Uh, Immediately, I wanted to get more information. And when you found out that a person life was taken by such a tragic accident just broke my heart she was up and coming and she did really good work and no one expects to die when they go to work exactly what I found out with like this investigation why why are we using real guns and quote-unquote fake bullets everything is fake on a movie set, mm-hmm. but we use real guns. Mm-hmm. Trevor Noah had um, a whole monologue on this and it was well said. So I highly recommend everyone check that out. That was his, that was his main question also. And the fact that this is moving other productions of TV and film to do the same is just like, why, why is this the case in the first place? Mm-hmm. And you know, thinking back to our conversation with Teresa and how important unions are and everything like that, you kind of get a better perspective of like what really goes on on these sets. Yeah. So what about you, Ashley? What do you think? I think you, you summed it up so beautifully, Delora. I think the main question that I definitely had, and I'm sure the majority of people had is in Hollywood, why if we play make-believe and we can do so many special effects and things in post-production and all this, are we using ever live ammunition in any capacity that this could have possibly happened? And then to what extent could something like this happen or have happened previously and in the future? Mm-hmm. How many incidents have there been? Like my mind just yes. went rampant with like yes. how many of these incidents have happened? Is this something that could happen again in the future? What safeguards are you guys going to put into place? And then yeah. obviously my heart goes out to Helena Hutchins family. Absolutely. She was married. She had a young son. Yeah, um, yeah. And then Alec, to your point, I grew, yeah. I've grown up watching Alec Baldwin in my entire life. So yeah. for him to have such longevity in a career and then as he's now, you know, uh, older and been in the game for so long to have this now on his conscience of having taken this woman's life. Like when they said he was yeah. inconsolable, I was like, I yeah. can only imagine. Yeah. And the fact that he's talking, I mean, I know he's doing this out of a level of shock. I mean, I don't have any desire to know his mental space right now because again, I could never imagine, but that's a lot on your conscience. That's a lot. I do think it's a lot to be talking to the reporters right now, but you know, I, I can't, I, I don't have any advice for him. All I can do for him is pray for him, frankly. Oh, I don't for sure. Know what to do. I think it's a default too, right? Because again, he's a Hollywood person. Mm-hmm. Like, I think it's probably mm-hmm. a default to think like, oh, I need to make a statement or I need to show face because everybody wanted to know how he is. But I mean, this woman 
lost her life tragically. And that's really all there is to say about it. Yeah. At this point, it was an accident. But yeah. obviously, there's some level of culpability that happened Absolutely. on that set with however that firearm got into the hands of Alec Ball when it was loaded. Yeah. So and when that investigation was, concludes, I'll be curious to hear it. Yeah, they said it was low budget. So it makes you wonder, like, were they cutting corners? And that makes them liable, you know, even though. Well, the fact that there was a walk off. Yeah. And there was a concern of safety. Absolutely. Yeah. There's yep. going to be some level of liability. So we'll see what happens. But again, rest in peace and prayers to Helena Hutchins, to those folks who are going to be involved and traumatized for the rest of their lives because of this. Um, yeah. Very unfortunate. So sad. All right, Delora, our second hot topic. I wish it was lighter, but it's not. Uh, Zayn Malik and Gigi Hadid have broken up and this time most likely for good Delora they have dated on and off for years since like 2015 they share a daughter Kai but last week Zayn released a statement following a TMZ report that Gigi's mother Yolanda was considering filing a police report against him for striking her Malik told the outlet he adamantly denied Yolanda's false allegations and in a statement uh, from Gigi's rep Gigi is solely focused on the best for Kai she asked for privacy during this time now last Wednesday Zane pleaded no contest to four charges of harassment against Yolanda and Gigi he was he was fined and is on 90 days probation for each count totaling 360 days additionally Zane must complete an anger management class and a domestic violence program and have no contact with Yolanda. While Yolanda alleged in court documents that Jane that Zane shoved her, the singer denies having any physical contact with her. Us Weekly was told by a source that Gigi has now spoken with lawyers following Zane's alleged dispute to decide custody. Delora, this was a shocking headline for me. Um, the way that this all unfolded was was very shocking. Um, what were your thoughts as this unfolded after over the course of a couple of days? Dang, so shocking. Honestly, they are so low key. So, you know, the way Gigi has uh, come back on the modeling scene, you forget that she had a baby a couple of years ago, you know? <laughs> um, and it's just so unfortunate because whether or not he hit her mother or not the, the fact that the argument got so heated you know words can cut worse than hands you know so I'm sure things were said that could never be taken back and it's just it's just a really really sad story to hear about a family breaking up in this way absolutely I loved uh, Zane, even back during the One Direction days, mm -hmm. like he was a standout favorite for me. Yeah. So when his relationship with Gigi, who I also love in her whole modeling world first came mm -hmm. together, I was like, oh, they're so cute. But yeah. then they weren't a couple that I really invested in because no. they've done the on and off thing for so long. You know what so I mean? Long. But and I guess it's pregnant. <laughs> exactly. But I guess yeah. it's sad to see like, oh, this is how it's all going to possibly come to an yeah. end. Like, it's just so messy. It's and so ugly. Can you, you have, even take him back after this? I after don't. He's I mean, your mother. I mean, can she? Yes. Is she? 
I don't think so. Based on the way it seems like that family is, the Hadid family seems so close. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I, I don't think so. But then again, this is celebrity culture and news. You can never say never. Again, it just seemed like it got so ugly. And I'm like, y'all have a whole baby now that you have to consider. Like, it's just very unfortunate. And, and I'm imagining they did all this in front of the baby. Uh, I'm not sure because apparently this happened when Zayn was at the house and Yolanda was at the house, but Gigi mm-hmm. was away. So I'm not sure yeah. if the baby was there or if the baby was with Gigi. I I gathered that the baby was there because he was saying something along the lines of I'm going to do whatever it takes to protect my daughter or whatever. So yeah, I feel bad because it's, it also kind of plays into the rumors that he was very moody, right? Like he's a moody kind of guy. So I don't know. It's just, it's just really sad. I don't know what else to say to that. I guess we will see what, what happens. Exactly. We can only ever speculate. This could also really hinder his, you know, recording career. Possibly. We never know. People come back all the time for things, but I will say it doesn't seem like the fan support has diminished at all, especially like on Twitter. Um, I saw a lot of like protect Zane and support Zane, which Mm -hmm. I don't know. I always feel really conflicted and strange about when it comes to situations like this, because if, what if you're supporting this person and it turns out he really is, it's the internal patriarchy like yeah. coming out right you you internalize it to where it's like oh wait what <laughs> yeah like <laughs> even if I was a big fan which again I I liked him I liked him you know mm-hmm. from the time he's been a celeb or whatever you want to say I'm yeah. not that no one has has that level of fandom for me anymore where I'm mm-hmm. like yeah you can't do these things yeah, yeah you can I don't yeah. know you, as I've yeah. said many, many times. So again, you may be good at one or two things. Yeah, but that does not negate you and your personal opinions no. on anything. Like, no, and if you shoved <laughs> the mother of your girlfriend, I wouldn't know. Like, I can't vouch for your character, so sir. So yeah, that was a little cringy for me because I'm like, y'all are throwing such strong support. I'm just gonna sit back and read the headlines and see kind of how this all unfolds. Y'all do y'all, I guess, but. We'll see what happens. Let me have a follow up on this in future weeks, guys. Um, that is it for our headlines and hot topics today, though. But we do have a fall preview recap like we did previously for Queens. This time we have to talk about Ooh. Michelle Young's season of The Bachelorette, Delora, and mm-hmm. our first impressions. We have three or four episodes that have now come out. Um, what do you think so far of this season of The Bachelorette? Okay, it took me a lot to start watching it because... <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I kept asking myself, "Is Michelle boring?" Like, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. But I finally watched it. I I am completely up to date. I am invested. And honestly, the other reason why it was difficult for for me to get started, also, the guys weren't that attractive. Yeah, agreed. So it's like, sorry, like, where did you get them from? Well, especially because I feel like Tasha had such a great group. You remember um, that I I thought that group of guys were great uh, when we saw that. And what was the chick's name before Tasha? that had them first because remember yeah, it was a split yeah, season right right um, but I thought yeah. that was a good group of guys and then Brendan obviously has completely changed my mind on his character but ever I since like Paradise the guy that Tasha picked I just I don't know he wasn't my favorite no he wasn't my favorite either but yeah 
I thought the group, the overall group of guys yeah. was better than this one. And so Michelle's young group right now, I am so sick of these random piercings all over. <laughs> like there's just too many piercings around. Like one guy has a double piercing with a hoop and a diamond, like another Nate, even though, <laughs> even though I don't mind Nate for a relationship, but his piercing and nose piercing is just a lot for me. See, Nate is um, a cutie. I think Nate is a cutie. With the piercing? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I still think he's a cutie. I'm a, I'm a clean cut girl. That's probably <laughs> what it is. This, is, the, this my... is this generation. You know, piercings are nothing to these guys. I guess. And then the guys in the dyed hair with the blonde, oh, it's a lot. So here's the deal. My favorites. These are the noteworthy people from, this is especially from the first episode, okay? Uh, Joe was on my list. Okay. Uh, Clayton was on my list, even though red flag, he's from Missouri. I'm always leery of white dudes from Missouri. Sorry. Wow. Ashley, my mom is from Missouri. One, several of my first racial experiences happened in Missouri. So maybe I'm a little biased. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, you got it, girl. I don't know nothing about Missouri. Nate, I do like Rod, Rodney. And then I like Olu. So those are those are kind of like my favorite guys right now. So um, how far are you in the se- uh, season? I'm completely caught up as well. Okay. I just yeah. finished episode three. Yeah, three uh, mm-hmm. today. Um, I agree with you, though. The guys did not wow me, which I think I told you even when they first posted them on like E, I was like, what is this group of guys? hmm." But I think some of them have definitely grown on me because, you know, you always have to get into the season, see their personalities, all of that. But Jamie, Jamie showed his whole spoiler alert, guys. Yes. Jamie showed his whole ass. Sure did shorted that was very disappointing bye he wasn't attractive to me i thought i was not impressed by him it wasn't even that for me it was that he was so open when they did the whole mountain climbing thing and he was so supportive and he gave the whole story about his mother and so to see just that switch flip of like oh but you're not an honorable person and you can't stand behind your word and you are a liar and manipulator zero accountability And then that conversation he had with the producer talking about, is she doing? She's acting like she's on spring break. break. This is the process that you signed up for. I love that. First of all, for any future Bachelor, Bachelorette contestants, you're always on camera or mic unless you're probably in your personal space. So if you go to a producer, just know that is going to be put into the show. This is entertainment, people. If he thought that was a private conversation, he was greatly mistaken. But yeah. I love that she gives no second chances. Michelle is like, if you show Actually, me who you are, you, you out of here. The words right out of my mouth. So, like again, Michelle, if you listen to this, hopefully you didn't stop listening when I called you boring. What <laughs> I will say is, you. She has this. Grit. You're not boring. She has this grit and this spine of steel where she was like, you, you did what? Bye. Deuce, she is not afraid to send someone home. And I love that. Oh boy. Night one. I I found out she's scheming. Okay. Let me go ahead and walk you out real quick. She's like, I'm here for my soulmate. My soulmate will not make these play these kind of games exactly make these bad decisions um it's interesting you put joe on your top list because my thought was would i have 
giving Joe a this second is, chance after he ghosted me. Was from night was from the first intro. That was my first introduction that I put him on my list. But yeah, the ghosting thing, I'm surprised she gave him a second chance. Exactly. Because here's the tea, guys. She actually DM'd him in real life years prior to The Bachelorette. And I guess she had DM'd him. They're both from Minnesota, both played college basketball. DM'd him about basketball. He ghosted her after two messages. So I think he explained. And one thing I like about Joe now is that Joe is the strong, silent type. He's not yes. one of those who's involved in the fray and running his mouth. Right. And we've seen some of the guys kind of get into it. The whole Peter um, Will. Will situation was yeah. very annoying to me. I don't and like honestly, seeing grown men go at it like that. I, I felt like Peter over um, exaggerated what happened with the narcissist uh, joke. It was a joke. You can't take yeah. a joke. Like, yeah. get over yourself. Honestly, that kind of proved his narcissism. I'm like, yeah. you didn't see the irony in this? <laughs> yeah, exactly. It got it got to a ridiculous schoolboy level to me, which I didn't enjoy. Um, I will say in my final thoughts about The Bachelorette so far, Michelle's looks have been beautiful her dresses the sparkle uh so that so first beautiful. dress the first night but also yeah. that purple that purple gown i don't even Loved like purple it. that much and that yes. was everything it was for me. amazing on her skin yeah i also what? love this taisha caitlin host combo like every time they're Absolutely. on screen i'm like oh i love you guys because in this role. they are playing the girlfriend role and they do it so well yes like, they you know kind of tease the guys they try to get the tea and they tell you everything and they are there when you need a shoulder they're like whatever you need to do if you need a cancel cocktail hour so you can get yourself together we will do that for you sis they okay? offer humor they offer beauty because i love yes. seeing everything that they wear as well Tasha on screen looking amazing by the way i love yeah I, I, I love Tasha. i feel like i have more of a connection with her than i do um caitlin so okay yeah i think probably because we watched her season versus i did not watch caitlin bristow's full season mm -hmm. um guys episodes of new season will continue to air on tuesdays at 8 p.m on abc oh, check yeah, your hey. local listings so be sure to watch that um i can't say that i have strong faves because to me it's too mm -hmm. early like i still need to get mm -hmm. a little further along in the process i think because i feel like people are going to continue to show their ass yeah. over the course of this season and so yeah. i can't put my hat behind anybody just yet we're gonna yeah. see what happens but i was gonna say in my uh final thought that i don't have hope that this process is gonna work out for michelle because we just saw the previous black bachelorette yeah. and her do break up blake after two months so yeah. i'm hoping for the best for michelle but i guess with me with the series and the franchise it's like this is cute I think I love how but she gonna find love she is. I feel like she might not have that problem. But it does does the caliber of men yeah, give her the opportunity yeah, is the is the true. question. Like, yeah, yeah, she seems wonderful. Michelle yeah. seems wonderful. But you know, they first we had her on The Bachelor previous season, and Matt, yeah. mm -mm, he wasn't it. <sighs> so now we're gonna see. <laughs> We don't see if she has anybody in this group. Right? Daddy issues. You don't need to know daddy it. issues. He wasn't. <laughs>
All right, that's it for our fall preview recap of The Bachelorette. Guys, as always, feel free to give us your thoughts on any and everything that we discuss. Delora, last up for our episode of Recapping Today, our microdose of Insecure Girl, Girl, season five, episodes one and two. We back, okay? Guys, if you're not okay. watching, uh, we took a trip back to Stanford, which is where our core crew all graduated from, which I didn't realize. I guess that was discussed in season one. I didn't know they went to Stanford. I didn't like, know excellent. Went to Stanford. Um, it's amazing. And, you know, again, it's not surprisingly considering Issa really did go to Stanford and her character actually has her first name type of deal. <laughs> amazing that they actually let them record the showings yes. at Stanford because yep. even Reese Witherspoon said that they would not let them do that for Legally Blonde, which is why they went on nope. to Harvard. Yep. So go ahead and cre- go ahead and make some history, East, in this final season. Um, controversy we saw in, in real life with the whole AKA situation and the fact that Amanda Seals' character was an AKA on the show and wore the actual merch and memorabilia. Mm-hmm. What do you think about this kerfuffle? Ashley, Ashley, Ashley. First off, I am me by me. So I am not affiliated with the Divine Nine. Me either. I have good friends and family who are. Love y'all. I am going to have to respect people who wear the shield and their hoopla. But from my perspective, (laughs) I had the same assumptions as the producers where it's like it's not like you're repping them in any type of negative light you know exactly. Tiffany is a, a decent black woman who, who wouldn't be uh, proud to have her rep their group whatever it may be you know what I mean so I don't understand it but I gotta let the AKAs rep they set you know <laughs> being stupid but what about you Ashley I just feel like y'all need sometimes to think things through like I think sometimes people hop on something and then it gets overhyped and then other people hop on that same bandwagon because in my opinion the fact that they're including these historic Mm -hmm. Greek organizations black Greek organizations in a Mm -hmm. show that is so celebrated in the culture yeah, I just don't understand why that would cause a controversy. Y'all would rather them have fake Greek organizations on there instead of really shining such a light on yours and putting propping you up for those audiences and for, for people to recognize, you know, how special it is. Like, I just didn't, I couldn't relate to it. Again, to your point, I am not an AK, I'm not a Delta. I cannot say, you know, how anyone should feel. I can just say I didn't understand it. And I thought it was an unfortunate controversy uh in the midst of the final season of such a prominent black show exactly honestly the controversy was the fact that Issa had Lawrence pick her up and break <laughs> up with him when he dropped her off I know that he was gonna be he was gonna get some draws that night but that apparently was not. that was my next no Issa and Lawrence are done so breaking hearts everywhere because I had reinvested in their whole relationship I was so ready for them to go the distance because Ashley they did such an amazing job last season showing us that spark I realized we were deprived of it because they were in such a rut in their relationship when we were introduced to them right 
So we didn't get a chance to see them not have the burdens of life on their shoulders. You know what I mean? They were individuals coming together and they had that chemistry, which was so And there's been such growth for both of them, right? Career wise, maturity wise, all of those things. And it felt like the timing was right for them to get back together. But then Kendola, Kendola came to ruin the party. So is this the end? We don't know yet. We're only two episodes in guys. We also see a rekindling, at least we thought between Issa and Nathan. And that soured real, real quick. Delora, what'd you think about that uh, in episode two? Ashley, two things came to mind. The first was, damn, Nathan, you know? (laughs) With your fine ass. Go ahead. And the second was Maya Angelou. You know, if somebody shows you who they are, believe them the first time. Obviously, I'm paraphrasing, but all he does is ghost. Like, sir, where's the communication? You felt some type of way about him leaving her in the middle of the night? I sure did. I sure did. What about you? I did. I mean, she was so vulnerable <laughs> that she was crying in bed and you just decided to up and leave. And you didn't say, <laughs> See, I don't even have a problem with him leaving. It's just the zero communication of it all. Like he could have yeah. been like, hey, I'm going to bed. I'm going to sleep in my own bed. I'm going to go now. Morning. I get it. There's a respect factor. He could have handled it differently. But I guess what didn't bother me at the same time was at first, I paused the TV when she said you could spend the night. I was like, oh, Ace, we inviting Nathan? I didn't know I that really this surprised. was going to come back around, because right? Because they were just rekindling their friendship. Friendship, exactly. Yes. So I didn't think we were going to get back to this romantic place ever, same. if not yeah. right now, right? But then I think at the same time, I don't, I don't think Issa did it intentionally, but I think that it was probably a little devastating for Nathan in that moment for something he possibly had been hoping to rekindle for her to break down crying about her previous situation. You think that's what she was crying about? I think so. I think she wasn't ready to move on from what had just happened with Lawrence. Cause she hmm. said when she was sobbing, like, Oh, I thought I was ready, but I'm not like over it yet type of thing. So I thought a year had passed at this point. I don't, think that that necessarily means that she was over possibly hoping that they were going to come back together (laughs) smash no one for a whole year and this is her first time i have no i have no idea maybe not plenty of women go a while without some if they're not in a relationship but I, I'm just talking, yeah. I will just say that was my perception of mm-hmm. the episode is that I think that there could have been a level of de- of devastation on Nathan's side for the way that it unfolded. Mm-hmm. You know, yes, there could have been a level of communication, but I was not upset with Nathan for being like, I'm going to let you have your moment. I'm going to go Woo! ahead and slip out. We can have a conversation tomorrow or the next time that I see you because some could see it as like, it, she was kind of trying to use him a little bit. Some could see it that way. I'm not saying I see it that way. Some could see it that way. I was surprised that she asked him to come home and spend the night because I'm just like, well, you going to ask all your friends to sleep in the bed with you? Like, cause you know, we had Molly sleep in the bed earlier in the episode, but I don't know. I, I didn't like it. I thought it was a bad look, especially because I know she felt like 
egg on her face, you know, to hear the door close like that. So that's what I think I was more concerned with how Issa felt than Nathan in that situation. And that's and that's valid, I think, because we get Issa's perspective and we're watching it through Issa's eyes for the most part. It makes sense for people to relate more to her character. But I can't say I was mad at Nate. Um, Molly is on her whole self-reflection journey. <laughs> we're finally getting to see. Uh, the natural hair rocked out, which yes, is so intentional. So cute. If so anybody cute. watches the after show, this this hair journey is intentional. It's a part of her character development. Mm-hmm. Now, what do you think is going to happen with our girl Molly this season? I don't know. She was on my shit list last season. She was on I my. Mean, sh- she's still kind of there for me. So for me, uh, it's we're like, good. I'm good with her now. Are you? Are you? Yeah, okay. We're cool. Me and Molly cool. So for me, she's kind of, you know, toeing the line a little bit. I don't know, because I feel like, kind of like you said, like, they don't fuck up somewhere. Like, and just where is it? <laughs> where is it going to be? Oh my goodness. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you don't think Molly is going to have these moments of like, you know, as we saw when she was thinking about her past relationships and kind of trying to progress yeah. forward, you don't think we're going to see that progression in this final season? I, I think we will. I think there'll be a couple of back steps. Most progress, you take a couple of steps forward and you might take a couple of steps back, you know? So I'm really interested to see like what that's going to look like in this season. I am proud that there's thoughts behind action these days. Yeah, uh, my only hope is that it doesn't become excessive to where it becomes PTSD, like you know, bad <laughs> situations flashing before your eyes to where you're you can't move forward, you know. But you don't want this to be like nine perfect strangers. Let's not introduce any hallucinogens <laughs> to our cast of insecure. <laughs> Oh my gosh, the mushrooms. Yeah. Check so. out that recap, guys. Yes, yeah, no, I, I think we will. I think we're going to see growth in, in Molly, especially I think they're going to give her growth in her love life, which I'm excited for because yes. um, one of my biggest criticisms of Insecure after maybe season two was I was like, where's the growth? Where's the growth of any of these people? Like, there's yeah. no, you know, thought of the previous mistakes that you've made and the opportunities to change those things over the course. So I feel like in the yeah. last two seasons, we're finally seeing that we're finally yeah. seeing, oh my God, I'm doing, making, I have the same patterns of behavior. I'm making yeah. the same mistakes. How am I going to change this for the better? Yeah. So I'm, I'm really hopeful. And I'm also super excited about Issa and her career with, uh, you know, the block mm-hmm. and where it seems like she's mm-hmm. going with that. And then, my my dude from uh you know we had this crossover Kofi. episode with Queen Sugar and my dude Kofi, Kofi. aka Ralph Angel. I was like <laughs> cheesing to see him Good on. And he mm-hmm. was the character I didn't even know I would be excited to see come on to Insecure, but I was really? I loved it. I love and the fashion show was a whole look. That was a yeah. whole concept that they did. Yeah. So again, guys, if you're not watching the after show, you're missing out on some information because it was excellent. But any other final thoughts on the first two episodes of Insecure as we kick off our fifth and final season? Oh, I I was having this conversation um, with my girlfriend, uh, Aaliyah. And I was telling her, she was asking me if I was going to watch Insecure. And I'm like, yeah, I'll get there. You know, I don't really have to watch it live. But then when I finally watched it, I was like, it is such a big deal that this show is able to end on top. 
Yeah. It, this was our first show, like our first show, meaning millennials. Like all the shows previously were uh, people older than us. Like if you think of the living singles or mm-hmm. the sex in the city, you know, we love those shows, but th- they weren't us. And even with the college show Grownish, that's not our lives. I felt more connected <laughs> to a different world than Grownish. I never took yeah. pills voluntarily for nothing. Exactly. So to have Insecure be our generation's show, it is just it's it's something to be celebrated, and I'm super excited to see how it's all gonna pan out. So. I know. I'm rooting for y'all, Issa and Lawrence. I'm rooting for you. Don't Are let you? me down. I am. Oh, no. Girl, I am. that's fine. <laughs> I, I wanted to get somebody else, like, at this rate. I think that um, just because, you know, he's going to have a baby. This is, I was just telling you, I was just watching Felicity. Felicity and Ben still made it work, even though that man had a whole another baby, okay? I, I think when I'm invested in the love story and the love between those people, I think you can overcome it. So I'm still rooting for Issa and Lawrence. My child. final my final thing, Delora, is would you have laughed after your friend from college uh, robbed you? Because that pissed me off. I was like, I'll, I'll be trying to get, I'll be trying to figure out a way to find this chick. What the whole fuck? No. The answer is no insanity upsetting upsetting but i'm glad they could find the humor in it anyway that's all we got for today guys please 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 give us any thoughts that you may have on insecure on the bachelorette on all these hot topics and headlines thank you so much for listening as always we love and appreciate you be blessed see you next time for what delore what's the recap only murders in the building a hulu original ashley very exciting check it out if you haven't seen it we'll see you next time bye